0: This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to the Skeptical Skeptics Podcast. I'm your host, RJ Metzger.
1: And I'm Rachel Metzger.
0: And we're on episode 43. All right. <laughs> so, this week, we're gonna do the same thing we do every week, which we is tell you some weird stuff that's going on. There's no news about the show, and it's been slow
1: it has it's yeah. true,
0: yeah, ever since uh podcoin died uh, <laughs> rip rip podcoin. um, so everybody needs to tell your friends and family and people you care about because. And I'm sure a bunch of you listening actually you I know don't,
1: you don't need to. It'd just be cool if you did.
0: It would be really cool. A bunch of you listening found us through Podcoin and that no longer exists. So be the new Podcoin and share.
1: That does no, you don't have to give people money for listening though. Well,
0: no, you really don't have to, but you know, hey. Anyway, um this week in the news, we've got a professor who claims That some of the new UFOs seen over Florida are hybrid air, land and sea craft that are snake like and run by the United States Air Force. So here's Hmm. the best part, though. I think he became a professor so that like headlines could say that he was a professor because he's actually just a regular old kook that runs a website called. Exopolitics.org and he's a conspiracy theorist. so. So he's
1: like doesn't actually teach. He just has a Ph.D.?
0: No, he does teach. He teaches at, and tell me if you've ever heard of this place. Oh, man. He's an assistant professor, by the way, at the School of International Service at American University. That's made up. It sounds like it. That's but not real. I mean, hey. Anyway, he thinks that a bunch of these spacecraft that have been popping up lately, which, by the way, do actually match the description of the white Tic Tac from the 2004 Nimitz incident. So this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but he thinks that it is... Uh, Space Force, Trump's Space Force. All righty. And he thinks it's a hybrid air, sea and space vehicle, much like the Tic Tac. And that the elected government officials don't even know about its existence. So anyway, check that out. Article is on Daily Star, the ever reputable Daily Star. And there we go. Is that it? That's pretty much all I got.
1: All right. Well, go ahead and tell us about what you're going to talk about. Since I'm
0: going first, you are going first, and what I'm going to talk about is the Chronovisor.
1: All right, you're learning to leave a little bit of suspense there.
0: A lot of suspense. In fact, if you've ever heard of the Chronovisor, then there's no suspense at all because it's it's incredibly famous. But there you go.
1: I have never heard of the Chronovisor. I I don't even know if that's like a person or a thing or idea or what. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Shh. I like the suspense. It's also an idea. God. You're the worst listener I've ever met. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm going to be talking about conspiracy theories about celebrities. Because I was trying to like find a good conspiracy theory about one. But to be honest, none of them are like all that long. None of them are well thought out. There is a few. But in general, it's all pretty much just like, this is what we think about this person. And there's like this... A little tiny bit of a thing we would call evidence the end. There's a few that I could get behind, but in general, most of these are anyways. So the first one we're going to talk about is J.K. Rowling. Have you ever heard about a conspiracy theory about her? No. It's not too crazy. It's just pretty much um in 2005, a filmmaker named Nina Grunfeld pretty much accused her like saying. Oh,
0: yeah, I've heard of this. Yeah,
1: that J.K. Rowling isn't real like that.
0: Oh, never mind.
1: Oh, okay. So
0: I thought you were gonna talk about the dude who wrote about Larry Potter and was like, This is my franchise, because that happened.
1: No. Um, so she was pretty much just saying, like, how would one person write all of these books, these big books that are super entwined, like super intense like this over that short amount of time? Um, she believed that it would have to be multiple people. So they basically like what she was saying is, well, well, she did say, quote, is it possible that a person can write six thick books that are translated into 55 languages and sell more than 250 million copies in less than 10 years? End quote. Um, Yes. Right. Um, Basically what she believes and it has caused others to believe also is that there's a bunch of different writers. They basically just picked like a person to be their kind of face and made up her name. And so that because they don't want to, they made it like ghostwriting. They don't want to like have and all those people.
0: Like William Shakespeare.
1: But yes. here's the dumb
0: thing. And this is very annoying. Many more writers produce way more than she ever did.
1: Oh yeah. She did one big thing and then like ran no, away. But not only
0: that. I mean, from a like word count perspective, like one of a Sanderson novel or, um, one mm-hmm. of like the, uh, well, I mean, hell, uh, what's his name? Stephen King is like the most prolific author of all time. Why wouldn't she say that about this? This is dumb. She's not even like the most, like, this is stupid.
1: I agree. I hate this. Also, the other thing is like, I, she could have easily written all the books. That doesn't mean she translated every single one. Right. right. That's like, impl-
0: <laughs> this is dumb. Like, it easily could have been.
1: Nina Grunfeld.
0: But like, what does she do? Nothing. Is she a anti- filmmaker? Backs? She's a filmmaker. Oh, filmmaker. Well, how can she make films in any given period of time?
1: <laughs> yeah, she it's must just like be someone else. The idea that like, hey, maybe one lady named J.K. Rowling actually wrote all books, and then she. Had other people translate books for her. I mean, the
0: freaking publicist is not even her. I mean, publicist, the publisher.
1: Right. It's clearly not her. Nobody
0: translates her. She knows 55 languages. Did she ever claim this? I don't think so. I'm so angry about this.
1: This makes me irrationally mad. This is why I like doing things What's her name? Grunfield? (laughs) Nina Grunfield. (laughs) Jeez. Um, Nina, get a life. Here's one of the next ones. This one's one of my more appreciated ones. Um, queen Elizabeth. We already talked about the fact that you better she come is,
0: stronger than that last one. That was crap. Yeah,
1: that was one of the worst ones. Um,
0: that made me so mad. We all
1: talk. We all believe she's a reptile person, right? There's that. Who? Queen Elizabeth. Oh,
0: I thought Nina Grunfeld.
1: Not Nina Grunfeld. Oh, the old queen. Yeah. Yes. The old queen.
0: I mean, she's old. She's a yes, lizard. Yes, but yeah. what
1: other Elizabeth is well, there? Hey, hold
0: up. There are UK people that listen to this. My apologies to the queen.
1: I'm, but she's said, old, it's a all fact. All you said that she was old, like you didn't she say like...
0: Fat. I mean, not fat, she's she's old, it's a fact. Okay, you gotta stop this. It's a fact, I said.
1: Your foot has gotten lodged <laughs> directly into your mouth. Um. So, British historian Hubert Humdinger, which I'm gonna I go believe like,
0: it. <laughs> I already believe I whatever actually, he says.
1: I, I don't want to say this because I feel like I'm wrong. I actually think Hubert Humdinger is also the same guy that thought of the reptile people thing.
0: I mean, stands to reason.
1: Um... He was questioned, basically came out saying, hey, guys, how do you think Queen Elizabeth has stayed so healthy and lived so long? I mean, she's looked the same for 20 years. I'm not going to argue that point.
0: But she didn't discover whatever her trick was until she was like Apparently. super old.
1: He has decided. You know, she used to be hot. Yeah. I mean, she's for an for old lady. She's a good looking lady still. Sure. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about hotness of old women, but like she ain't, she ain't bad looking. And she looks like
0: of all the topics we've touched on this show that's that's not one.
1: <laughs> she looks good. We finally found she does a bit. she like looks l- young and lively for being an old woman. How if that makes sense. She? Old. Hold on.
0: My guess 87.
1: 93 years old. I was only 6 years off. That's not bad. But like she looks really good for 93 years old. Yeah, she really old.
0: does. I, I thought she was a cool 87, so.
1: Okay. Well, Humdinger decided she the eats pressure humans. to succeed,
0: being named you Hubert my
1: you ruined my thing. Sorry, humding a rut. Decided she eats people. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, I've heard this.
1: Right, because there's the you know there's always the um, it was the same with that Queen Mary a long time ago. It's the idea that yeah, like hu- that human, human blood, blood, well blood in general, but especially human blood keeps you <sighs> young, and so um that. No, that just is just eating fish. According to Humdinger, that is the only way you could stay looking that young and lively. If she had an
0: Okinawan diet, she'd also, be the same. Also,
1: Sheila's extremely rich. Like, she could have lots of people who do, like, Botox for her and other things to help her stay young.
0: Other than eating people. And healthy. She technically could probably have people to eat, but...
1: She could also eat people. But this is the one thing I thought But was, eating people doesn't even make you... I don't... There's no, like facts about that no
0: right it's not like drinking unicorn blood everyone knows that's a done deal
1: right but but don't do it it's mean to the unicorns
0: yeah but if you ever find one
1: no leave the unicorn be so sad it was a traumatizing moment i wonder if anyone has tried to
0: drink narwhal blood
1: who would even who's how would you even catch a narwhal i
0: don't think you'd catch anything else
1: I don't like this conversation anymore. Yeah,
0: neither. It's gotten um, depressing.
1: This is the only thing that Humdinger said at all that was even close to reputable. And again, we have no proof. So I don't know. But um, he did report that someone who used to work in the castle did come to him and. Oh, who the tell hell is he? What and, has he done? <laughs> and admit, or maybe not come to him, but did say somewhere that he did see human remains inside the oh Queen's my gosh. private freezer. What
0: well, was he on a tour and he heard this? <laughs> Whispered by another I you, tourist. I don't
1: have, like...
0: Him and Nina are hanging out.
1: I don't this have... This makes me so angry. An intimate relationship with Humdinger. Why'd I don't do know. do this
0: topic? You know I hate these. Because
1: it's fun for me. Watching you get frustrated by dumb people is probably the most entertaining Freaking thing Hubert I Humdinger.
0: We need to get him on the show.
1: He hates, hates you already. I hate there him. There is no way he would come on the show. Fair enough. You've been very unpleasant. Um, one thing I find very interesting, though, is, like... Do you think so? a lot of people do this because it's like famous people have such a disconnected life from normal life? They work different. They live different. They age different. They do everything different. Do you think people like feel the need to come up with these in order to like make it make more sense to them? Like it makes more sense in his brain that she would literally eat human beings, then it would make sense that just like she has an extremely good diet and extremely good dermatologist and people who take care of her skin.
0: Extremely good. Like she looks a little better than you'd expect. Well,
1: yeah. But I mean, for a long time, she's probably been doing all of those things but because, in order saying, to like, preserve it's not it. Like
0: it's not like she's a,
1: but I don't even mean just her. I mean, like stars in general who, who get, as they get older, they look really, really good. I mean, think about like Jennifer Aniston
0: and, an- and Yeah, it's a good one.
1: But no, then my, mom, mean, yeah, my mom I actually, guess. again, this is from my mom. So I'm not saying that this is fact. I'm not quoting this as fact. She said that she, in an, an interview, they asked Jennifer Aniston how much she spends like on beauty products alone a year. And it was like hundreds of thousands of dollars.
0: So your mom, Nina, and freaking Humdinger need no, to go hang out. No, but that's real,
1: though. Like, that would make sense because they have to. It's your job well, yeah, to that's look pretty. Yeah, her job.
0: Yeah, exactly. Also, here's the thing. I, yeah, I mean, I think it's probably to help understand the difference between us, but it's also because he was probably on a tour in the castle and heard somebody say something and then his imagination ran away Or he's it. just
1: crazy. Yeah. All right. Next. Avril Levine. You heard this one?
0: No, but I do know one thing.
1: What? She was with
0: Trad Coker for way too long.
1: You just called him like Chad Kroger. Chad Kroger. I had
0: a stroke talking about Ramen Boy, Chad Kroger. Yeah, but that's
1: not a conspiracy theory. That's fact. She married Chad Kroger. They were married. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Anywho, the young punk girl that we all loved so much in the early two yeah, thousand hated so much. I never hated her. When, I hated when she came, came back, songs. Hey, hey, you, you. I don't like your girlfriend. Yeah, what a depressing.
0: She was awesome at one point. Well,
1: maybe there's a good reason for that. Oh, because there's two of them. I have heard this. Not, well, kind
0: She of. came back and it wasn't really her.
1: But not that late. Um, so, this, uh, apparently this started on a fan site of hers in 2015. Um. People have decided that Avril actually died in 2002. So, it was, it's what they believe is Avril had a, body double girl named melissa who she would use when she couldn't come to events or things like that and then avril died and then instead of just announcing that she was dead everybody else just said we're gonna make melissa be her just take over yeah um yeah so here's where they kind of get what they believe is proof um here's the most compelling uh 2002 and earlier she really most of the time on the red carpet she wore trousers but after that she started wearing dresses. RJ sold Avril liked trousers. Melissa was a dress girl. Is a dress girl, I guess. If that's not proof. That's it? No, there's more. Oh, okay. There's more. If that's not proof, I don't know what is. Um also it is there have been pictures put next to each other of like moles that she had in I 2002 that. that she doesn't have I anymore. I believe in that. Um yeah, cuz you for, can't get rid of moles. Right,
0: especially as a rich person.
1: Um her nose. It's different. Shocking. (laughs) Shocking. Also, she was like, what?
0: Out of the public eye for like. Forever. Eight years. Something like that.
1: Um, Also, there is a song that she's that she has called Slipped Away. And one of the things that she says is, quote, the day you slipped away was the day I found it won't be the same. End quote. People have decided that that's Melissa singing about Avril.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You may continue.
1: There's also one I didn't I didn't write about this one, but there's basically the same kind of thing about Paul McCartney.
0: I've heard that. Yeah, one people too, believe yeah.
1: Paul McCartney died pretty early on in the Beatles career, but they didn't want to break up the band. And so they brought in another guy. And there's even like lyrics people have said or sound like him. They have posted pictures of the same thing where it like early on and later how he looked so different. Whatever.
0: Could you imagine being Paul McCartney or Avril Lavigne and hearing these things?
1: You're just like, so I like dresses now. What of it? Right. I got rid of some moles. So she was like
0: famous at 14. Came back at like 22 Mm. and they're like like, you're
1: really off on that. I'm super off. She was like 18 and then like 25. (laughs) Yeah, but okay.
0: But like nothing changes in that amount of time. So dumb. Specifically trousers. You change your trousers over eight
1: years. Also, you could just want to wear a dress.
0: And during this time, J.K. Rowling's out there apparently cranking out some material that ain't hers. Not real
1: J.K. Rowling.
0: And the queen's eating people. if
1: that's what we're going off of, people who knew me in in high school or even college and know me now because of the mole on my neck would just be like, who's this girl? Who is this? Who took over Rachel's body and life?
0: I know. I'm actually writing about a theory right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here's what I find a little bit interesting. More than the rest, I guess. Um... Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. People believe he's not blind. Oh my
0: gosh! Even oh my gosh! Even Stevie can't escape it.
1: Why do you um, he think he's not blind? These just, of of, just looked at Ray Charles. Some of them are really funny like, to me. Um, he likes basketball. He likes going to basketball games, which, <laughs> which to the world is like, why would a blind guy want to go to a basketball game? <laughs>
0: I just like something's up. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: man, I responded. I, so I responded that way when I saw that one too.
0: Oh Is there more?
1: Yes. Um. He has been seen taking a photo from a camera, and he seems. To, and he also has been quoted to love photography. This just feels mean. Um these ones are a little bit better. One time he did uh, a mic microphone stand was falling and mid-fall he caught it. Which to a lot of people was like, how could he do that? Um, But I would think I don't know. I mean when you're blind, you become a lot more aware of other things. Sounds He's Become and, Daredevil? Yeah, apparently. But you know, like sounds and... Well, the, what's that the benefit? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like the dude is incredible. The only thing talented. I can think of is like, what if he was blind at one point and then it got like, it was one of those that was better, like, but now it's his he like can't go back. Here's the one that I like just because of who it is. Um, Donald Glover actually went on to an interview one time and talked about going to a Stevie Wonder concert and he did not like communicate with you, Steve beforehand or tell him or anything like that. And like halfway through his show, Stevie just like got on the microphone and was like, Hey, Donald Glover, I know you're here. And Donald was like, How? Like he even came out, and he was like, "I don't know how he knew I was there." He was super freaked out by it. All right, maybe he can see. Maybe, or maybe he can like, or maybe you know, I don't know. He has like blindness people. is
0: never, yeah, it's not always going to be like. Well, no, total. Maybe
1: also he has you know people who work for him who like tell him in his microphone his oh, little no, ear that, thing like. I, I think hey, Donald Glover's here.
0: Yeah, but they're not going to say. Hope oh, the microphone stands falling over. Catch it.
1: No, but I. But also, for my thing is, um it, throw a tennis ball
0: able, at him. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Hit him in the face. Right.
1: I feel like this is a, um, Oh, what's that movie? The movie with Jason Bateman and Zach Braff, where Jason Bateman is pretending to be in a wheelchair or need a wheelchair. And Zach Braff throws yeah. him down the stairs. Yep. The X or the something. X. Yeah. What a terrible movie. Yeah, but
0: I mean, Bateman committed, but he really wasn't. Well, spoiler alert.
1: Yeah. Don't say it.
0: Somebody needs to throw a tennis ball. See, we wonder, I think this is Sad. for real.
1: Actually, this is serious. I think that there's a chance that he has a, like his hearing is better and he could hear where it was at. He could hear the things start to fall and go for it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. My eyes are shut and I don't reach for things.
1: Um, another one. (laughs) He likes basketball. Another (laughs) fun one. This is just a short one that I can't like, that I didn't have much on. People believe that, um, a lot of things about Vladimir Putin, but one of the things that they believe about him is he is like, I don't know what the right word is. He has abilities like X-Men abilities, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, And he he releases pheromones that when you are near him, make you want him or like him. And that's the only reason he became he got an office in the first place. Yeah, I buy it. Um, Same as and if you see pictures of him you or video, you automatically feel calm and comfortable. It's true. I do. I've looked at. Some pictures of Vladimir Putin in my life, and I can't say I had any strong feelings in either way.
0: yeah He was like in the heyday, well, not the heyday, but well, yeah, the heyday of the KGB. Like they probably did some stuff to him.
1: All right. Well, out of all of these, that's the one that you're going to find believable.
0: No, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> I think that's the most legit. Um, okay. And the last
1: one I, is uh, Keanu Reeves.
0: Oh, yeah. Anything about Keanu Here, I just want to tell
1: you, this is my favorite. So this is about the whole, um, him being immortal and having lived hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. And I just. On he this, looks
0: visibly older On though, one so of these, these websites I was
1: on, it was like, uh. It would tell you and then it would say, here's the proof and here who who believes it. And for this one, all they did was proof. And it was a picture of him in 1990 and a picture now next to each other. That was it. That's the whole proof. <laughs> proof. That's all we need. Um. But actually, I've seen a bunch of these. If There's a bunch of pictures of like old soldiers back in like the mm-hmm. Civil War and like things like that. Yeah, but but it's because he has
0: like no defined facial features. Like, he, yes,
1: he does. No, he, he has himself, a very interesting face.
0: Yes, he himself looks interesting. But like... He also just looks like if you mixed every white race and then like the uh from community, you know, the whatever human they're they're they oh, their, yeah, their mascot, that's him. Like, honestly, you could even say like him and Justin Long look like they could be brothers. They're both like fit, formless white blobs.
1: What a mean thing to say about human beings. Well, I mean, they seem that cool. I like them both. I have to but. say, other than in the last like five years. Keanu Reeves has looked the same for a very long time.
0: Yeah, but now he looks
1: old. All of a sudden he started to look old, but like before that...
0: Except for like he was a teenager when he was
1: famous. Also, if we're going to talk about Keanu Reeves, we have to talk about Paul Rudd. And Bruce Willis. No, no, no. Bruce Willis looks old as hell. Yeah, but he was. Yeah. OK, true. Paul, Paul Rudd, Rudd. though. Yeah. Literally. OK, there the was, man a, is ageless. There was a, a a quiz the other day on um on BuzzFeed that was like, here's 10 pictures of Paul Rudd. One of these is from the 1990s. All the rest is from or like from 1990. My All gosh. the rest are from now. And I could not get There's it right. There's no chance he
0: could get it he right. He looks exactly, exactly the same. Exactly the same. Like,
1: if you go back and watch Clueless. In fact, let's, let's take. It
0: another step further, and Paul Redd is eating human beings. I guarantee it. Or
1: he's immortal. Yeah. He's just been around for hundreds of years. But yeah, if you go back and watch Clueless and then you watch This Is 40 you or never something seen Clueless? Anyways, he looks the same. So yeah, those are my super fun um celebrity things. There's a bunch of them out there, but these are the ones I wanted to talk about. If anybody I'm has any interesting Stevie ones, Wonder. that was a good one. about it? Yeah, I like the Stevie Wonder one. It's one I haven't heard before. I think that
0: one's kind of legit.
1: I mean, who knows? Maybe he just just likes to hear basketball.
0: Has anyone ever heard him say he was blind or do we just assume?
1: (laughs) I have no idea. Does he just
0: like sunglasses? I've never heard him really speak much.
1: Other than in a sing song voice. Yes, I haven't either.
0: I've never heard him singing about being blind.
1: (laughs) Ray Charles was blind. (laughs) That one was real, right? (laughs) Nobody said anything about Ray Charles, only about him. Oh man. Ray Charles is
0: cameo well, not cameo, because it was the whole shtick, but uh, his time in Blues Brothers was phenomenal. All right. <laughs> guys trying to steal the guitar, he shoots the wall. Oh, uh, so good. Anyway.
1: Okay. My sources came from BusinessInsider.com, uh Refinery29.com. Theguardian.com, The Telegraph, um, and Insider.com. All
0: right, let's take a break for an ad. I have no clue, honestly, what's going to happen this week. Why must you
1: admit this every time? No, not
0: even because of the rotation, but we might have to do an ad. I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. All right. Anyway.
1: Small Town Secrets is a podcast that explores the secrets and strangeness of small towns across the globe. They may be local legends, paranormal, true crime, or just plain weird. Join me every other week as I tell you stories of these small towns, as well as local headlines and listener stories. Get it wherever you get your podcast. For more info, check out stscast.com.
0: Every town has a secret. What is yours? So I'm gonna be talking about the chronovisor. Yeah, I know. I'm reminding them they they made through they made it through a lot to get here, okay? <laughs> okay. So did I. It was emotional. Anyway, um, I have Mysterious Universe to thank, Gaia.com and Unmuseum.org. All
1: right.
0: Um, anyway, so Father Francis Brune. Like Brun- or Brunei, maybe. He's Italian. Um, put out a book in 2002. Le Nouveau Mystere du Vatican. I am not... able. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, that was my, my best. I was kind of joking, but I was also trying. Mostly so, <laughs> to avoid ridicule. Uh, uh, I made it a joke, but that was me trying. Um, anyway... So this brought back um, the chronovisor into the popular like realm again, which it was something that apparently had passed around like before our time. But in 2002, this book uh, brought it back. But anyway, Brune says that he learned of the device in the early 1960s, whenever um, he met a uh, scientist priest, like scientist dash priest. He was both. OK. Father Pellegrino Ernetti. Pellegrino's the fancy water, right?
1: Yep. Right? Yep.
0: Okay. Um I hate it. It tastes like the color brown. Um but anyway. Okay. <laughs> he met him for the first time. The two were sailing along the Grand Canal of Venice uh discuss i was, I, was, I don't know if that means they were actually sailing or in a gondola also the scene is romantic
1: i feel like this whole story is starting <laughs> off like a train wreck <laughs> it feels like, like, feel, like it i feel like yeah. nothing is like actual concrete or what like my brain is just not <laughs> handling this well
0: well you gotta understand okay um they were discussing biblical What do i
1: need to understand you didn't finish it
0: I'm saying, just like pay attention. You gotta understand. I'm trying really
1: hard; it's just hurting me.
0: Anyway, so they were discussing biblical interpretations when Ernetti explained that theories and interpretations were unnecessary because he could see the truth via the chronovisor. Okay, so he explained to Brune or Brunei, i will say Brunei for now—it may be wrong—how the chronovisor functioned, and he said that it allowed the viewer to both see and hear events of the past and the future, and um. Arnetti's full account is included in Brun's book. So um, he uh, the first mention of the Chronovisor is in a 1972 article published in the Italian in the Italian magazine, La Domenica del Corriere, (laughs) entitled um, A Machine That Photographs the Past Has Finally Been Invented. So this was uh, again. So He. He claims that he talked to Ernetti in the early 60s, right? Mm -hmm. This article was in 1972. All this was brought back up to the public light in 2002. Okay. Okay. So a huge amount of time difference. Um, But he says that the chronovisor belongs to the Vatican, uh, Vatican, um, that he actually, uh, and we'll get to it, but turned it over to the Vatican, and that the time machine is heralded heralded as the papacy's best kept secret. Um, The the device is... uh, Made with three precious alloys, cathodes, dials, levers, and that it has the ability to display any historic event in biblical and Roman history. But any historical event at all, it's just that's what they used it for. Acting kind of like a television, the chronovisor has supposedly verified the existence of Jesus Christ, shocker, and even broadcast his crucifixion with a picture taken from it, which we'll talk about.
1: Hold on. I'm trying to comprehend. What is the chronovisor? Like, what is it? Oh, we'll get into it. OK, because I, I feel like I'm supposed to know this already. No,
0: you're not. It's it's a part of the story. Let it unravel. Your
1: story is a little jumbly. It's
0: not jumbly. I just started.
1: <laughs> I know. I just feel like you could. My story is jumbly. <laughs> you
0: just talked about Stevie Wonder can <laughs> right, see.
1: You know what? I you didn't need to start throwing accusations. I'm just saying I feel like you started in the middle of something that should have started somewhere else.
0: How would I start it other than this guy told me explaining
1: to me to what it is first? No. Why? It's a mystery. (laughs) I didn't know that I was listening to a mystery. Okay.
0: What are we doing here, Rachel? (laughs) You're the one missed suspense. That's what you said.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but not. But then once you tell the story, there's no more suspense. So about maybe whether or not Stevie Wonder is blind. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs>
0: okay. Anyway, the um, it was invented in the... I'm literally about to get into what it is. <laughs> That's my next note. So I told you to be patient. It was invented in the 50s, apparently. Right. So back to the timeline, met him and talked about it in the 60s, was in an article in the 70s, republished in a book in 2002. But it says it was invented in the 50s by a team of Italian scientists. I don't know why it says that because it's not even true. Um, Working with um, Father... Agostino Gemelli at the Catholic University of Milan. They tried to filter out harmonics out of G- Gregorian chants when they heard the voice of Gemelli's late father speaking to them on the wire recorder they were using. Gemelli later confirmed this incident. Right. So this is the, the spawning of the chronovisor. Um, this got. uh Arnetti thinking about what happened to all the sights and sounds that humans made. Did they disappear completely or do they continue to exist in some way? Arnetti then approached some eminent scientists at the time and assembled a team to work on this project and this theory. The group include included um, Enrico Fermi, who was a Nobel peace prize winner from 1938 and, um, for, quote, his demonstrations of the existence of new radioactive elements produced by ner- neutron irradiation and for his related discovery of nuclear reactions brought about by slow neutrons, end quote. Um, Fermi actually is yeah, like gone over in modern physics a lot and and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Wernher von Braun, who of course was the, uh, Werner von Braun, sorry. Uh, The rocket, German rocket scientist who came over to the US and helped with the NASA rockets. Uh Um, The guy that Dr. Strangelove is based loose very loosely, I would assume. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so Fermi could never defend his invention, the chronovisor, or its workings in any way because his name wasn't associated with the project until 1992, which was decades after he died in 1954. Um, Oh, man. Right. And then, uh, so so the team. the only three named individuals were Ernetti himself, who was, he became a priest, but was formerly a scientist. And outside of this whole chronovisor thing, he was an extremely respected, but quiet intellectual whose specialty was archaic music, which we'll get into in a bit. Okay. Um, hence his involvement with the whole trying to get the harmonics out of the Gregorian chants. Right. Um, but anyway, and then Werner von Braun. And so the connection to Werner von Braun, they thought was, uh, von Braun may have already been introduced to the Vatican because of the Nazis close, uh, interrelations with the Vatican in regards to like creepy stuff, mm-hmm. according to conspiracy theorists. Um, but anyway, the rest of the team, uh, remained anonymous other than these folks. Um, and Von Braun was also dead by the time his name publicly got linked to the project. So Ernetti was the only one around by the time this got out. Hummer. Um, But yeah, so, yeah. And the chronovisor. um, So the chronovisor was made by these folks, like according to Ernetti, right? Mm -hmm. And then he said that uh, they were able to view any moment in time that they wanted and that he saw Jesus on the cross and took a picture through the chronovisor of Jesus on the cross. Okay. Um, However, it was later found that this is the same. uh, It's like a picture of a statue in a different part of italy and they sell pictures of the statue <laughs> that look almost identical to this he just flipped them of course so right to left versus left to right um and it's at the sanctuary of merciful love in colla valenza valenza italy and uh brun thinks that, so Brune right thinks that it's defensible because um the Ernetti took the picture of Jesus and that statue that it looks identical to was carved by uh somebody being informed of what Jesus looked like by a nun from a vision from God. So he said it's just two different means to the same end. They they look identical because they're both perfect representations of Jesus, is what he says. Okay. You
1: mean like how uh Stevie Wonder likes basketball games. So that means he's not blind. It's like on the same wavelength.
0: Yes. Also, shockingly, Jesus was white in both of these. What? <laughs> yeah. Which, um, don't get me started on white Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> don't even bring it up around me. Um, really don't, though. It gets very angry. I, yeah, I get heated. Um, but anyway, so they, uh, he, he says that he not only observed the, the crucifixion of Christ, crucifixion. Is that a word? No, crucifixion. There you go. I made it up. Um, I sounded like George W. Bush for a second. Oh. Um, Poor Georgie. Don't yawn in the middle of the. <laughs> don't yawn at me. Uh. Anyway, um, they also said he said that he saw the French conqueror Napoleon and the Roman philosopher Cicero and the play Phaestus by the Roman poet Quintus Ennius. Now,
1: I just love the idea that like it would only take pictures or in videos of important things.
0: No, it wouldn't. He said it would do anything. He just went to these places. I know. Went I'm just saying. Places. You know
1: what I mean, though. Like, he happened to capture these really important big deals. Right. So, he also claimed
0: to see any... This is the dumbest... This this is probably his dumbest thing. He was, he was dumb. This is a dumb man. Um, <laughs> but this is his dumbest move. He said... That he went to go see Ennius's lost play thyestus right? So, uh, eh? and and this is a lost play. It was towards the end of his time as a as a playwright, and uh, many people have devoted their lives to this play, right? So he said he has the the nerve <laughs> to say that um, he transcribed its scenes uh, through the chronovisor and. Um, so like this Princeton universe is, so, so and he, no, hold on. Sorry. Before we get to the Princeton university professor. Um, so he like transcribes this work, right. And he keeps telling people, no, like, I'm not going to share it. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to let you like see this or read it or anything. Right. Okay. It's, it's too important. Well, he finally does share it. And, um, it, it's essentially if you can if you could picture ralph wiggum attempting to, <laughs> to say i mean it's so bad so um so anyway he finally That's shares it impossible right he shares it with Brune, right and then uh it eventually makes it out as like oh theistus uh the lost play theistus is, is out here anyway um so a uh princeton university professor said uh, that the version Ernetti produced was really short. It was about 120 lines and, um, the, the plays at the time and all the previous plays were about 10 times that. Yeah. Right. Um, and then not only that, but he also used two, I mean, uh, many, many, many Latin words that wouldn't have been used until 200 years after Ennius's time. Of course. Um, and also, uh, It said that it showed that whoever wrote this had barely a command of the Latin language at all, right? That's rough. Which Ennius—it was his native tongue, so that obviously wouldn't happen, right? But what's his bucket? All right, freaking guy, Ernetti, Uh, Ernetti, Ernetti—he wrote a poem. Like he was just like, "I'm gonna sell," like I'm gonna say this was one of the best poems, and it was his.
1: You know, it's just you. Sometimes you gotta look at those people and just be like, the confidence. I, mean, I can't yeah. I have that kind of confidence to just say this like we this thing is showing me all these really important things and I saw this lost play that no one else has and I'm I have it. Yep. But in actuality you just wrote it. And in all the confidence you wrote it and said, People will believe this. Yep. People will believe this man who was very famous for writing plays and knew the language very well. That I could do that. A freaking I wish I had that confidence.
0: Cheese ball. Well or the confidence to pretend to be blind for years and
1: okay that's an accusation that i don't think is fair yet
0: i don't know man anyway um so apparently tl shred um he had a science fiction novella named e for effort which is pretty great um (laughs) it was published in 1947 just before the supposed invention of the uh Vatican's device. In his novella, Shared writes about a time viewing device with characteristics uh, strikingly similar to the Chronovisor. Of course, he does. So that's probably where he got the idea from. Um, He, it also, uh, the Chronovisor apparently could never be studied or replicated because Ernetti claimed that he had to dismantle it to keep it out of the hands of evil. Yep. He said that (laughs) many believe. yeah, or many believe that the Carnivazor still exists in the Vatican's vaults, which convenient because the Vatican's vaults can hold literally anything we wouldn't know. Right. Um, remaining one of its uh, again best kept secrets. But he said that he dismantled it because if it got into the quote wrong hands, it would produce the worst dictatorship ever uh, devised.
1: Because they could see things from history. In the future. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway.
0: How, okay, so how the chronovisor is claimed to work is it, quote, processes residual electromagnetic radiation left over by numerous processes. That's pretty much it. That's all they got.
1: What a great time to be alive where you could just say that and people would right. just like, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. Um You use the word electromagnetic, you win. If you so. try
1: even attempted to say that within, by the first word, people would have their phones out and Googling everything you're saying and and just right there shooting you down.
0: Right. So he um, he said that it worked by now simplifying it because he goes, oh, you're not going to get that. Yes, right? of course. He goes, uh, it works by detecting all the sights and sounds that uh, humanity has made that still floats through space. Now, here's the interesting thing. A chronovisor is a. It's a concept that totally and 100 percent exists in the sense that when you look in a mirror, the image that you see is milliseconds uh, older Than what it portrays, right? I hate that. But it's true. But I don't like it. Right. Same with, um, so like if you look in a telescope at something that's 500 light years away, what you're looking at is 500 years into the past, right? Right. Yeah, But of course, that's fixed in time, and it's also the amount of information that you see is fixed, right? So let's say somebody had a telescope on us at exactly 500 light years away, they would only see exactly 500 years in the past to the moment, and they wouldn't even be able to see what was on the other side of Earth from where they were looking, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where the chronovisor, of course, falls apart. Now, again, if you combine that ability with, for instance, like a recording device like video, Right. Then it would be like, okay, you could technically rewind and see this thing, right? Because that's I mean, that's how video works. It captures light um, from the past and then replays it. So, yeah, I mean, we get it. We get the concept, but it just makes no sense. Also, they say... um, Gathering remnants of electromagnetic waves left over in the environment and re- reassembling them into some cor- so- form of coherent event. So even if you could gather it, reassembling it into a coherent image or thing would take like so much comp- like computer power. Yeah, like, it wouldn't right. even. So like even if you could accomplish it, which you can't. Um, because, it wouldn't like, be on
1: some little stupid device. Right
0: like a little thing that you could wear in the 1960s. Are, are you kidding? Um, they they couldn't even like envision wireless anything. Like these people, they had no clue. Um, and, guy, if he, and
1: if he could have seen into the future on a sting, then he could have.
0: Right. Well, I guess. But, but could you imagine could. if he stumbled into this? He just had like a spam can and like some wires. <laughs> and he was like, holy crap, I can see Jesus in this. Um. But anyway, so it's, it's absolute crap. The other part about the whole telescope thing is like, so... Does Do the photons potentially exist with the image? Maybe. Um, but you have to travel faster than the speed of light in order to catch up to them. Right. And then see them. This makes no sense. And then um, he also, like, has led to the idea of uh, paleo audio, paleo something.
1: All right. Hmm.
0: Paleoacoustics. Um But yeah, so paleoacoustics is the thing that like the Mythbusters tested that one time where they had um like a pottery spinning, right? Mm-hmm. They were talking about like, I think it was an X Files episode where they were like, Oh, Jesus's actual voice was captured on this vase by um you don't remember this?
1: No, i never watched the
0: X-Files. Well, no, but it was referenced on Mythbusters.
1: I don't think I've seen that episode. Anyway, they
0: said um, <clears throat> there was this vase that captured like Jesus's voice.
1: It's some nonsense. Yeah.
0: Doing something because while the pottery maker was like spinning the thing, similar to a needle on vinyl, it recorded the audio And then what they did was they use super advanced computers to replay that audio back. Well, people like really are are into this idea um, that you can get into some paleo acoustics via pottery and and stuff. And like um, that your, you know, voices like for like like our all of our podcast episodes have been captured in this wall right here. Right. And so by being able to examine it, they'd be able to hear all of our episodes or just go to iTunes or whatever podcast player you have. Um, but yeah, so I just don't understand that that's a thought, um, that might lead anywhere. Cause it won't, I, I'm at a loss. So anyway, the reason why <laughs> I want to bring up the chronovisor is because, um, it leads into several other, like, so this one, really bad theory leads to other really bad theories. Yeah, of course it does. Like Project Pegasus and um, these other weird people. Why are you
1: dancing? I'm so tired. Okay. Um,
0: but yeah, so it's it's interesting. So we will get into that at some other later date.
1: This is just nonsense. Yeah, it is. It's utter nonsense. It, yeah, I know. This guy or my gosh, what a fool. What a ballsy man. He,
0: Him and Humdinger and Nina all need to go hang out. Freaking people. Anyway, I'm going to go eat a turkey leg. I'll see you guys later. Have a good week.
1: Bye. Your kiss. Your kiss. Is on my list. I said your kiss. Your kiss. Is on my list. Because Because your your kiss is on my list. Of the best things in life God, that song
0: But, oh my god, we're back again No Told you already
1: Brothers, well, sisters, everybody sing <laughs> You're gonna bring the lady I gotta show you now Shh. No Silence, start! We haven't even done our checks Mike, check one, two, three Why would we start Mike, silence? check
0: one, two, three Why Mike, such a check, dumb check. boy One, two, three, one, two, three One, two, three Check, check, check Cut! Put that one back. Why are you yelling? I'm talking to myself. Over there. (laughs) All right. Action.